And we're talking with Dr. Nason and Nurse Sherry from Nason Care, Primary Care. How are you folks? Good morning. Good morning. We're talking about what we're calling the bee sting flare-up, but we're really not going to talk about bees and wasps and stuff because we really want to talk about the difference between when to or when to not, when mm-hmm. not to, yeah, mm-hmm. when to and when not to. And that's talking about visiting uh, nascent care, primary care versus the big one and having to go to the ER. You're very intentional about making mm-hmm. sure people know the difference. Oh, Why right. is that, Doc? As a board-certified emergency physician, I recognize the importance of the emergency department and the need for EMS 911. I mean, our, our fantastic South Carolina paramedics just do a wonderful job, have tremendous respect for them. Okay. And our emergency physicians, um, you know, the men and women that, that staff the emergency department 24 hours a day, they just do a fantastic job and serve a, a tremendous need. And that's an area you, you have been in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Spent 20 Sherry, years in it. That's mm-hmm. an area. Cherry as well. A, mm-hmm. a trauma nurse, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and okay. I can't stress enough the importance if you think you're having an emergency, mm-hmm. call 911. Okay. And, and I, I, it's hard to be very specific about, you know, if you're having chest pain and you're over 40 and it's not pleuritic. And I, all I can say is if, if, if you're concerned about a family member or yourself having some type of medical emergency, don't take a chance. Call 911. Have the paramedics come and assess you and determine. They can help you determine if you need to go to the emergency department or if it's okay to get in your car and come to nascent care. But make the call. That's right. And 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 know the difference. And you said it. If you think, you know, got that's go off your instincts because mm-hmm. you know if it's beyond. If you have an emergency, yeah. call nine one one. For everything else, there's nascent care. Now they can. There are definitely situations you could get. St- Yes. Yellow jackets, bees. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're called hymenoptera, mm-hmm. any of the classification of stings. And the greatest concern is anaphylaxis. Okay. When, when, when you're stung, the insect is injecting venom because it wants you to go away. Okay. All right. You're mowing over its nest. Mm-hmm. All right. You're, you know, bumping next to the hive and, and it wants to run you off. So what does it do? It injects venom. And most patients, when they receive a sting, they have local inflammation, That's local right. pain, local swelling, local redness. Local this, to this the is, area. Yes, yes. This is not infection. Okay. All right. Infection can occur a day or two later, but 30 minutes after the sting, that is not cellulitis. Okay. That is a local inflammatory response. The concern is if it progresses to anaphylaxis. Mm. What is anaphylaxis? Anaphylaxis is shock. Okay. Anaphylactic shock. And I'll, I'll tell you an example. I had a patient that came to me several years ago and was in triage being assessed. And her chief complaint was ant bite to toe. Okay. That was it. Ant bite to toe. Ant bite to toe. She was in triage and the nurse was trying to check her blood pressure and was having trouble with the sphygmomanometer, the blood pressure cuff. Okay. And the patient suddenly said, I can't see. Mm. And the nurse says, what do you mean? And she said, I am blind. And the nurse called out. I came in. I was like waving my hand in front. I go, you really can't see? And I recognized what had happened. And I took her head and put her head between her knees. And she said, I can see. She was in anaphylactic shock. Whoa. Her blood pressure was 60 over 40. Okay. She was dying. Woo. And so we had to rush her to the room, elevate the legs. Okay. 
All right. That's very important because we want, we want that blood to flow down to the brain. Okay. And then we administer life-saving medication. And the number one medicine, epinephrine. Epinephrine. The EpiPen. EpiPen. I know about them. That's mm-hmm. so important. And any patient who has had a potential anaphylactic reaction must carry an EpiPen at all times. Okay. If you're camping and you're out in the wilderness and you're hiking, you better have your EpiPen or you're not going to make it back to the truck. Okay. So EpiPen's a serious deal. So because of the asthmatic, you know, possibilities, mm-hmm. I should be airing on the side of caution. Absolutely. Okay. And and listening audience. If your airway compromise was a result of a medication, mm-hmm. okay, that's an allergic response to that medication. And subsequently, a bee sting could, could cause me to have problems or wasp or what have you. Who knows? You never know. Okay. Allergies are interesting. You can, you can obtain an allergy and you can lose allergies throughout life. I, I used to be able to, in Boy Scout camp, I could wipe poison ivy all over my skin, you know, as a Whoa. gag. And then in medical school, I had a horrific reaction and now I stay away from it. Yeah. And my, my youngest son, uh, peanut, peanut allergy. Uh-huh. Common. So, he had EpiPens, but he seems to have grown out. And I, I, I want to tell him to go test. He should test for that because mm-hmm. you can do, a, you know, the alert yes. test. So, yes. All right. So this we is- have the ability to do blood tests to evaluate for different types of antibiotics. And then, of course, uh, if necessary, we can refer you to an allergist who mm-hmm. can do allergy studies. Right. And then take the skin test and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. My kids receive allergy shots. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. That's important. And, and Nurse Sherry, I'll ask you this one. Do you think uh, like the days and times we live in there are more people that have allergic reactions, it seems, than ever? It does, it does seem like that. Yeah. You know, why is that? Is is it? Well, Terry, think about 200 years ago. The only thing you were allergic to was plant and animal. That's right. right? That was it. And today with modern chemistry, Mm. look at all the chemicals we're exposed to in a day's time. It's in our water. It's in our food. It's in our detergents, shampoos. I mean, we're exposed to thousands and thousands of chemicals. And and the uh, the amount of allergic reactions that we see, non-life-threatening, I'm not talking about anaphylaxis, but allergic urticaria or hives. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes two or three people a day come in just with red splotches all over. And you're like, what's new? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, so- and I can't look at it. I can't look at the spots and say, oh, oysters, peanut butter, right. detergent, right? There's only two ways to figure it out. You figure it out because every time you eat peanut butter, it happens, or you go to an allergist mm-hmm. and they run allergy studies. And a good starting point might be to talk to folks like yourselves at Nason Primary Care. That's right. Because mm-hmm. you will definitely try to take the sting out of the situation. Well, <laughs> the nice thing about Nason Care is we offer a spectrum of services from primary care to urgent, urgent care, care and employee, employee care, care because, because we, we care. care. Basic care.